Happy in Chingila in studio with us this evening. He's done lots of different things, but fundamentally, he is a marketer. He founded the Herd Boys Advertising Agency in 1991, becoming the first black-owned advertising agency in what was still apartheid South Africa. He's worked and built a number of blue-chip brands in a, over his 30-year career. He spent some time at APSA as well. He's worked in fast-moving consumer goods, ICT. He's worked in media. He's worked in broadcast. He spent some time at Supersport. Oh, You've been busy. What's the latest venture, Happy Chingila? Hi, Bruce. Um, the latest venture is called Unknown Citizen, and I um, hope you know your poetry. Oh, oh dear. Give, give, do me poetry, Tabo and Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the latest venture is uh, a business advisory um, that that is into um, strategic marketing, as you as you said, uh, making sure that. Um, we talk to the CEO and remind the CEO that his business is the brand and the brand is the business. Um, and because basically what tends to happen is that um, I see a lot of CEOs tend to um, take the part of the brand and not own it and, and give it to somebody called a chief marketing officer and say, that's your problem. You deal with that. In my view, the, the brand belongs to the CEO and the CEO needs to be a part of the the, 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 the advisory that makes sure that strategically you've got that brand right in order for you to find the differentiation and to go over the line all the time. Unlike accounting, which the CEO sees as their job, they've got a chief financial officer, but most CEOs are generally more comfortable talking to the um, chief accounting officer than they are to the chief marketing officer because marketing is a bit like, uh, you know, I don't want to call it witchcraft, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's the soft science. I mean, it's the stuff that they can't easily understand. It's the artistic side often of the business. Um, and but, what, what, what CEOs don't realize is actually it's the money side of the business almost as important, if not as important as the financials. It's, it's the one thing that actually makes the difference because, you know, you get it wrong with the brand and the, the whole business could, could tank. Um, I'll give you an example. You mentioned the bank that I used to work for, um, uh, some time ago. In that game, um, everybody's selling pretty much the same thing. However, at some point, you're going to be chosen on the basis of um, being the one that's always put his best foot forward. And there, the only strategic marketing thing that we did was simple. Use sponsorships to make sure that the consumer or the people in, 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 in your country see your brand 24-7 every day in every form of media that you can find. Because through sport... People tend to follow the media because they, I guess they love the sport. And however, why did we do that? We did that because ultimately, uh, then people have to do research and you, you get into, into, in, 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 into the category where people are saying, what is the number one brand in this country? And people do research. People remember the one that they see most of the time. Simple thing. But very, very good from a strategy point of view. Okay, so what is the difference then between strategic marketing and marketing? Because if marketing is not strategic, then it's not really marketing, is it? Then it's just a, a budget. Sure. I mean, the, the point is you need to find the G spot uh, and find it all the time, uh, 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 Bruce. So the point is understanding the customer and finding that insight. Let me give you an example. Do you still shave, Bruce? I, I, occasionally, I, I shave yeah. occasionally, yes. So we all know Gillette, the best a man can get. And when Gillette went, Gillette, the best a man can be, and joined that whole hashtag me too mm-hmm. uh, 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 movement, the men were not really, well, some of the men were not really that uh, impressed with the fact that, um, you know, Gillette was uh, basically almost casting aspersions at them. 
But they were brave enough to take that step and brave enough to know that the social media, uh, at least the men, might have a go with them. But the insight there was, who are the people that go to social media more? It's the women. And the women really loved what Gillette had done. And ultimately, think about it, who was talking about it on social media was the women. And by the way, who shaves more? It's women. So, you know, <laughs> precisely. And, and I mean, that for me was, that is proper strategic marketing. It's, it's, it's when you know where you're going to find the bullseye and find it very, very quickly. It's, is it by nature more risky than, than if you, if you look at marketing, the NFL, for example, the take a knee. Um, and what was the guy's name? The, the footballer who took a knee yeah. and Nike yeah. backed him and it, it caused all kinds of rows and ructions. And there'd be uh, people burning Nike shoes and it was terrible. But Nike <laughs> lost a market it didn't want and gained a market it did. Precisely. So I, I'm not so sure that it's, it's, it's about being uh, controversial. I think it's more about being brave enough. Um, as, as we say in, in marketing sometimes, you must feel it in the gut. And if your gut says do it, you go and do it. Because there is no science to it, isn't it? Well, I, I don't know. Is there a science to it? I mean, is, is, is it purely gut instinct? It's, it's not purely gut instinct, but you know, you've got to have it in you that says, I think this one's going to work because you can't research everything and say, oh, the research says we shouldn't do this thing. Therefore, I'm not going to do it. Um, it, remember it, it comes with experience as well. So you, you, in terms of your experience, you will know that I think I'm going to a good thing here and, and, and go with your gut and sometimes tell the CEO that I'm going with my gut. You can't fire me if it doesn't work. Uh, has that ever happened to you? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Um, it has never happened. But let me give an example of what, of what, of what happened many, many years ago when, when I was at Head Boys. Remember the ice cream, Gina Ginelli? Yes. Ice cream doesn't sell in winter, or so everybody believes. And, 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 and the sale, the sales were really not going very well for Gina Ginelli. And we said, why don't we sell this thing in winter? Advertise it in winter, but advertise it as a dessert. Because even in winter, people still eat dessert. Guess what happened? I changed the fortunes of Gina Ginelli. Because everybody thinks you don't advertise ice cream in winter because people don't eat ice cream in winter. If you're the but only, if you're the only ice cream advertising in winter, you are standing out in a category where people choose to hold back and keep their, their budget for, for summer. As they say in, 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 in the world with where the, in the, in the, in the world of blind people, the one ad man is king. Yeah. And, and, and it's exactly that. And, and it, so, so you were talking about marketing. So people put a budget together and say, we're going to do marketing for the course of this year and strategic marketing. That's when you change the, you change the game. Um, I, I don't know if, 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 if you've ever had the opportunity to go and try and buy tires in the U.S. at less shop tires. I, I sadly have not had the opportunity of <laughs> buying tires in the U.S. Um, the last time I bought tires in South Africa destroyed any chance of me ever getting a plane ticket to the U.S., never mind buying tires but in it, the U.S. As yes. you pull into a less shop uh, outlet, people run to your car. It's a small thing, but it makes a difference. That, for me, is strategic marketing. Okay. So it is about creating a brand and a brand experience that is so far beyond anything else that you experience in South Africa. I mean, if people run at your car in South Africa, you, you know, you need, <laughs> need a fresh pair of trousers. Um, uh, you know, so, the, and so not all experiences are, are created equal, but it is about really 
causing your customers to love you and, and to uh, to see you differently in a category that often, I mean, why would I buy tires from one company and not another? Why would I buy one toothpaste and not another? Why would I bank with one bank and not another? Um, in a world where so much of what we consume is is, is commoditized, you really do have to stand out. It, it's, it comes down to that thing called customer experience. And, 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 and differentiation. People will choose you in a world of commodities because you give them a different experience. My guest this evening is Happy in Chingila. Happy is now the co-founder of Unknown Citizen. We'll find out more about Unknown Citizen in just a moment. Uh, he founded the Herd Boys Advertising Agency in 1991. He's had a busy 30-year career and now launching a brand new business. The belief, fundamental belief when it comes to strategic marketing is talking to the CEO and ensuring that the CEO is integral in the marketing process. And I mean, if you talk to great marketing directors of businesses, I mean, truly the outliers, they know as much about the financials of the business and how the business works as the FD does. They really do. They have the added advantage of being able to do the marketing too. Not always a skill that the FD has, but they understand the importance and the impact of every rand that is invested, every single cent that is spent when it comes to the branding of their businesses. So we'll talk strategic marketing more with Happy and Jingila in a few minutes. Cape Talk. Bruce is on The Money Show. So how do you, in a cluttered, overtraded market, stand out? How do you get a strategic marketing plan? How do you use the wonderful and confusing and untested, unproven, they're not untested, unproven worlds of digital marketing versus what you might do in traditional media? All of this stuff is what Happy and Jingila has got to grapple with as he co-founds Unknown Citizen, a consultancy that talks directly to the C-suite within companies. And it is amazing, isn't it, Happy? About uh, in the last decade, how digital media has disrupted the world of strategic marketing. It has, and and you know, unfortunately, it's also become the the biggest judge. Uh, where if you make one silly mistake and you make a promise that you cannot keep, they will judge you on social media and they could kill your brand. But um, yeah, and it's 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 also surprising just how many people don't really know how it works. I mean, I I don't know how many times I've been in a room and somebody said. I'd like to make a campaign that's going to go viral. <laughs> well, it'll go, it'll go viral because you want it to go viral. Uh, these things tend to become the go viral because, you know, people just fall in love with it, but you don't go out uh, planning to have something that might just go viral. You know, I mean, it's all well, and it goes viral for the right reasons. If you're Nando's, Precisely. you go viral because people love your brand. If you're picking pain and start talking about it, and cuckoo, um, <laughs> then people go, oh, that's cuckoo. Um, and, <laughs> and unfortunately, you go viral for all the wrong reasons. I mean, it, it can backfire just as quickly as it can work for you. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I really think that that gut thing that I spoke about um, will will determine whether or not this, this thing goes viral. But you can't just go brief a person and say, Oh, I'd like my ad to go viral. Uh, you know, how do we know it's going to go viral? You can tell me then how you create a campaign because there are so many more platforms now in which to place the brand and the marketing message than there ever were before. And you, you know, do you go into Google AdWords? Do you go into Google Business? Do you go to Bing? Do you go to Bing? Do you use um, social media? Do you use LinkedIn? Do you use Twitter? Do you use Facebook? Um, and these things are evolving so blooming fast that by the time you've finally got a marketing strategy put together, there've been twelve new platforms created. Precisely. Well, the the medium is the message. I think that's what uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Andrew Rice said earlier. So 
I guess you will choose the medium on the basis that your your brand is is relevant to that particular medium. Um, some brands just do not lend themselves to being in social media or to or, or or using digital. So you know, you know, there's no hard and fast rule. But um, yeah, I, I guess it's there. But just because it's there doesn't mean you must you must just go and select it for the sake of selecting it if it's not relevant. How do you define what's relevant? I mean, people, I, I talked to a lot of people, professionals in business who, when Twitter arrived, went, oh, we must be on Twitter, and they went Twitter mad. Um, and now they're tending to avoid any kind of sort of interactivity in the mass market and really targeting far more carefully when it comes to certainly personal branding um, and using far more selectively. LinkedIn seems to be the favorite point of entry right now. Well, you need to be able to, to know how to use it. So you use the word interactivity. So you, you can't just go and say, well, we're going to put a hashtag and say that's our hashtag and our brand's going to be on Twitter. The point is you need people to interact with your brand. That is why a lot of people put videos on Twitter because research has proven that when you've got something visual, people tend to interact with it better than when you don't have something visual. So, yeah, as I said, there's no hard and fast rule, but make sure that your brand is relevant. Don't just put it there just because everybody's going in there. How much can you afford to interact in social media? How active can your brand be when it comes to social media when you are creating a strategic marketing program? Because, you know, it doesn't take much to upset um, the, the crazies on social media. Yeah, but Bruce, you've got to choose what you want to interact with. And and you, just now we spoke about Tim Kuku and, 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 that, and Nando's response. And there was somebody who, who's been properly trained, I guess, at pick and pay, who responded to just about each and every comment that people put on Twitter. And I thought that is not the right thing to do. You don't have to respond to everything. Mm. And But it, it's having the good sense to know what to respond to and what not to respond to, because these things also move like wildfire. And, and brands are targets nowadays, too. Precisely, which is why you don't just put a junior person there and say your job is to make sure that you watch anything that is written <laughs> about our brand and then respond to it. Kill it! it. <laughs> exactly. The idea is to make sure that they bring the information to somebody who's got experience enough to be able to, to filter and say, I'll respond to this, I will not respond to that. Mm. So, I mean, building then a strategic marketing plan is then as much about what you push out as what you then take in and choose then to interact with. Um, when it comes then also to, to getting yourself in the public domain, because also brands are built on free um, platforms as well. I mean, you are doing this this evening. You're coming to chat to us mostly because we're lovely, um, but also because you would like people to know about Unknown Citizen. You are following precisely your own advice, and yeah. that is make yourself a resource to to media yes and so 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 you i'm sure you've heard of this category of one uh, uh, concept where as a brand you want to i guess be the sprinter that leaves everybody behind you don't necessarily have to be the leader but you want to be the person who does something that makes others wish they had done it and and that is that is really what unknown citizen wants to preach to say how do you separate yourself from the rest and run the race and be the sprinter that doesn't look behind because everybody else is following you so so and how do you do that um generally if we tr- we get to the to the ceo those people generally know what it is that keeps them awake at night but sometimes they're so involved with it that what they need is for somebody who's got experience enough who might be able to show them that one thing that they may have missed and go over the line just because the experience is there 
And that is what we peddle as unknown citizens. You've used the term go over the line a couple of times this evening. Just elaborate on that. As in win the race and win it first. Okay. Come first. That's what I mean. Yeah. All right. Um, In the 21st century as well, um, people are cooperating a lot more. You're seeing a lot more sort of collaboration happening across businesses and platforms. And um, we're seeing people working together perhaps more than ever before. Um. Explain that. And I mean, you talk, you talk about co-marketing your businesses with oh, yeah. another business, and you talk about referring businesses to other businesses in your networks. This collaboration effect coming yeah. through very strongly. Yeah. For well, you collaborate with the ones that you know that um, they are good to collaborate with. You just don't want to be tainted by somebody who who, who might just do something uh, that will affect your brand in the in the most adverse of manners, just because you did not pick your mates. Perfectly. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give an example of what uh, we've heard about Pepsi coming back and, and Pepsi P, uh, uh, choosing Pioneer Foods. I thought that was really, really brilliant because why would they go choose Pioneer fu- Foods? To my mind, they must have said they make bread and people who make bread go to every little nook and cranny <laughs> yeah. of the country. And therefore, we'll get proper distribution if we associate ourselves with those people. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a smart it's a, it's a smart strategy. Can you ever over market? I mean, can you ever be in people's faces too much? I see one of your 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 sort of guidelines is you must never stop marketing. Um, at what point? Because I mean, everything is defined, I suppose, ultimately by budgets. Yes, but sometimes there's there's decay. Um, you need to know when to to stop a little bit and 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 stand back so that your brand is not in front of people all the time, especially if you do not have more than one uh, a, a, a campaign. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I've I've seen an ad for for a motor car that is on television every day, and I've seen it now for about four or five months, and I'm tired of it. Which one? And I wish they could change the ad. Which one? Taxon. Okay, Tucson. Oh, yeah, okay, the, the Tucson, the Hyundai Tucson, the Tucson. Um, no. You see, we still don't know how to pronounce it, even though it's been in our faces, and maybe that's just, uh, you, you become sort of ambivalent about brands as well, and that's possibly worse than not knowing anything about the brand at all, is actually beginning to detest the brand. People get upset by Trivago, uh, yes. for example, because the, the formats are exactly the same, and people then get sort of quite brand-weary, and I suppose that's also one of the biggest risks in marketing, is that one big risk is not doing enough and not reaching your markets well enough and the other one is just making people sick of you winners know when to stop there we go i'm happy in Shingila. thank you so much for coming in for us this evening happy in Shingila um is a specialist marketing consultant he is a strategic marketer his latest business is called unknown citizen um and he is launching that business of course to talk to the c-suite within companies to convince them of his uh, particular ideas around strategic marketing